A new year is upon us, and with it comes a brand new series. The sixth, in fact, as Matt and I are back to bring you more inspirational stories from our awesome online running community. This series is set to be bigger than ever. 14 weeks of amazing guests. But that's not all, is it, Rob? Absolutely not, my friend. The usual nonsense from us and our band of merry misfits returns, whether people like it or not. <laughs> and most importantly, though, in 2022, we're supporting two amazing causes. We're fundraising for Run For Your Mind, as well as our incredible friend Joe, who's recovering from breast cancer. Check out our website for more info on how you can help us support them. And as always, we are looking to grow our Fartlek family, our amazing community of friends. Uh, we have meetups, races, challenges and so much more planned in 2022. If it sounds good and you'd like to be part of the gang, you can find all the info on our social medias, our website or through our dedicated newsletter. Seek us out. You are very, very welcome. Uh, have I missed anything? Uh, no, mate. I think we're ready to get started. Hit the music! That's my line. Yeah, but you've said it for like two series in a row. It's my turn. No, no, come on, you get it, me. So I think it's down to me. It's only fair. Hear the music! For God's sake, Matt! Just hit the music. Are you alone, groupie? And are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. Hello there, Fartlekers. Uh, it's a bit different this week. You've got me hosting because Rob is busy watching Man United get spanked by Brighton, I hope. Uh, I've got a very special guest with him this week, though, to fill his space. Uh, first of all, we'll start off with a with a, a joke to introduce him. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hydrate. Hydrate who? Hydrate you a nine out of ten at least. <laughs> and if you haven't guessed, we've got our very own Sheffield Strider himself, Ben Stittle. How are you, mate? Whoop, yep, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm absolutely perfect, mate. Yeah, so this is season six, episode seven of the What the Fort Leg podcast. My name's Matt. And my name's Ben. And we all know that anyway. Uh Ben, have you got any idea what we've got on the show this week? Well, you put me on the spot here. First time doing this, so let's see if I can reel it off. Um, let's have a little chat about how our weeks have been. Um, yep. It's been quite an important week this week. It's Valentine's week as well. Um, indeed, indeed. And then um, we're going to have a little chat about Park Run, find out where me and Emma got to at the weekend. We'll have a little update on Park Run Cup because there were some exciting uh entries results. this week yeah, results, results. Yeah, efforts. Efforts. efforts great word um <laughs> and then we're gonna go and talk to our guest this week the running dan mr dan o'reilly himself awesome. looking forward to that one and then we'll get on to statman john and dare i call him statman jack <laughs> he's He'll love that. I'll love that. I'll never be allowed on that this bit again. Um, and then we'll get on to the roll calls and the thank you. Ooh, thank you. That was thank perfect. You. That was perfect. That Ben better than I could ever do it, I'm sure. You see, I do listen sometimes to the podcast. 
<laughs> every week, every week. Good man, good man. Matthew, how are you? How's your week been? What have you been doing over the last seven days? The last seven days have been pretty steady for me, to be honest. I've, I've not really done much. I'm still recovering from, uh, from <clears throat> I can't say the word, but we'll, I'm sure we we'll, we'll, we'll might get into that a little bit later. But uh, I've not really done much running at all, to be honest with you. Like I said, just rest, resting up, done quite a bit of walking at work, um, struggling with my hamstring and my calf on the right leg. The left leg's perfectly fine, but yeah, just, just struggling. I should be knee-deep in marathon building now, but... Uh, for Manchester, which you, you you're doing as well, but yeah, it's just just really struggling with my running, to be honest with you. Right. Um, yeah. How about you, mate? Have been an important week? You said earlier. Sounds like a bit of a lull for you after a big race. Um, it is. Yes, it is. Did a big race. We all get it. We all get those blues after these kind of things. You work so hard to get there, and you do the event, and then uh, mm. then yeah, I've been there myself, mate. I've had uh, I've had the uh, the post marathon blues before, where you don't feel like you need to run as much or get out as much and you just don't yeah. find buzz for it anymore because you don't feel like you're working towards anything but uh yeah get yourself sorted get that uh get the tightnesses sorted it's probably a compensation for something maybe on the other side that's causing you to run funny sports yeah. massages i've just been for one tonight absolutely brutal ow I was screaming in pain apparently my quad was fusing to my it band and I have never felt pain like it. Mm. Um, it's quite sore right now, to be fair. Um, but yeah, you'll you'll get back into obviously Manchester. Yeah. Exciting for you. It's it's coming up though, Matty. So you need to get on That'd the bike, maybe. I know you cycle yeah. work every now and again. Just keep that aerobic base going. But mm. yeah, for me, it's been uh, it's pretty standard week really. I um obviously I did Dewsbury ten days or so ago. Um, had a bit of a recovery week from that because I always tend to, after a race, just allow the body a bit of recovery when you've got full hard effort, uh, drop me mileage. I only did a few runs last week. I crammed in my long run on Friday morning. I was accompanied by my much better half. <laughs> the middle 10 miles of it, we did 20 miles on Friday morning because we went up to Newcastle for the weekend. Nice which we'll get onto a bit more in a bit. But yeah, so I've, I did do a few runs last week. And other than that, not much really. We had the uh, Valentine's weekend in Newcastle because nice. unfortunately Emma's on nights this week. So she's not about for us to celebrate it on the actual day. But yeah, we had a lovely weekend up in Newcastle. Uh, pretty good week, actually. Yeah, nice bit of running. Lovely. Away, plenty of booze, lots of booze. <laughs> in, actually. Your your weekend, your Valentine's weekend sounds a lot more special than I do. You know, what I what I did on the on marathon, on, uh, not marathon day, on the <laughs> Valentine's Day night. My uh, Donna was uh, busy taking the kids to, uh, to to football, and I stayed at home and ordered her a kebab. So that, that's, oh, that's, you that's little sweetheart, that's love for you. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure she appreciated. Did, did did you write a nice soppy message on the box? I Matthew? did. Yes, I did. Uh, oh, wrote, oh, love oh, you hey. with a few love arts and stuff. And uh, you can, to get into Donna's heart, he's uh, he's a, a kebab, kebab every time. So I think it was a winner. Winner there. There you go. You see, there you go. What more could your girl want on Valentine's Day? You've got her exactly <laughs> what she loves. 
Exactly, exactly. Um, she appreciated it. <laughs> oh, she did. Oh, she did. <laughs> We're not going no further. <laughs> oh, no, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> it's a family show. Uh, while Rob's not here, then, uh, I've, I've been, I've, I'll tell you, but I've been inboxed by somebody. Uh, David Young, aka Mighty Joe Young, uh, on Instagram. And he slid into the What the Fart Like inbox, and he also slid into my inbox asking for some ultra advice. <laughs> He's a, oh, me, me being a seasoned ultra so he's, he's even said maybe i need to have my own segment on the show about ultra running so i think now while rob's not here and to tell us we can't do it maybe now we can start we can have that little chat about our ultras oh massive i'm all over this this oh <laughs> definitely this is my kind of segment yes so while the gaffer's not here while the gaffer's away the boys may play so uh yeah Oops. <laughs> How do you find your first ultra then? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. We, um, I ran mine with my crazy, she's called Crazy Tara because she is crazy. She runs so many miles. She's like 70, 80 miles a week. And back at the start of last year, we were doing long runs together. And one Saturday, we'd done something like 20 miles. And she just turned around and said, should we do a marathon next weekend? I was like, <laughs> um, yeah, why not? Let's do it. So off we went down to Rother Valley and we we went up the the TPT, a very well-known place around these areas. You know it as well. Yeah. Um, we went all the way down. We went to Chesterfield. We turned around, we came back, and then we did a lap or two of Rother Valley. And wow. we ran a marathon and we we both stopped at the end and we're like, we could probably go a bit further. Uh, but we didn't on that day. So we said, well, why don't we sign up for an ultra? So that's what we did. We booked an ultra. We had to find one that fitted in and around goal races, which was mm. Manchester Marathon last year. So we picked the Yorkshire Ultra, which is the White Rose Ultra um, over the hills in Huddersfield. Yes. We did the 50K, um, so 31 miles, um, four and a half thousand foot of elevation Oof, yes that sounds that sounds similar <clears throat> yeah i think that's that's around about the 1500 meter mark and uh i remember the day it started out a bit drizzly very windy very windy and we set off from the little scout hut and they just sent us on our merry way and they were like right you've got some yellow signs some white signs off you go there's <laughs> so many aid stations um, there's a bit of a farmer's field that you're not allowed to go across. So here's a map for our diversion round it. Mm. And off we went. And yeah, we, yeah, I mean, it was my first taste of an ultra. I, I had no goals, no expectations. It was just to enjoy it, just get round and enjoy it. And in fact, I was doing it with a mate as well. I, I knew that I would enjoy it. And uh, yeah, off we pootled and we, we ran when we wanted to run. We, we walked when we wanted to walk. We tackled every hill together we had a good laugh on the way round we we got blown sideways up on the top of the moors yeah, all, this all sounds very familiar <laughs> oh it was it was crazy and uh yeah we we saw some lovely sights lots of reservoirs and there was we went through quite a few farms we had to run through cows and past horses <laughs> through cows through the cows <laughs> um, but we got some beautiful scenery and yeah, yeah. Other, than, other than the wind it was very windy that day and uh, other than one wrong turn um yeah we had a great time great time apart from it finished the last like two miles were just straight uphill and it was big oh. uphill yeah um 
So, but yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy, and I'd, it's it's not something I ever thought I'd do yet. So I thought it'd come a bit further down the line, but I loved mm. it. Um, I think what well, I think one one thing I found from from doing the ultra to uh, say a road race is obviously the roads are all closed off, and you know which way you're going, and and all that sort of things. With, with the ultra, you've got to kind of navigate yourself, or you've got to get a friend to navigate. Yeah, thank you, JT. Yeah. Uh, you've got to get a friend to navigate. Yeah. And like you said, with these yellow and white signs you were following, it's sometimes tricky and hard to find, aren't you, with these taking the wrong turn? I mean, we, we had to follow this witch, this this symbol of a witch. And you know what? If I ever see that witch symbol again, I'm just gonna I'm gonna <laughs> smash it with a cricket bat or something. <laughs> just <laughs> the amount of wrong turns you do, and the amount of times you think oh, we're going the right way, and uh, yeah, it's it's, it's tricky. Do you know what would be really helpful if you had a compass? Did you did you have a compass? <laughs> don't, don't start, I'll get robbed back. <laughs> I, I heard you had a pretty decent compass, to be fair, so I'm surprised you got lost. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, no, it, is, it was mad. And, and you found yourself at times, me and Tara, we were just running along and there was nobody in front of us as far as we could see and nobody behind yeah. us as far as we could see. And then eventually you'd you'd get to a point where some people had stopped to refuel or et cetera, and you'd catch up with people or people had catch up with you and uh, yeah it's, it was it was quite strange and it was quite weird you're running through these little villages and people are just going about their day and that like you say no closed roads so you're on the pavements running towards them with a number stuck to your leg and a bag on your back and uh, <laughs> cars yeah, driving past you thinking what the chuff are these doing yeah well they, them guys doing um mm. but no so, it's, it was quite surreal but it was very uh fulfilling getting to the yeah. end and uh yeah. yeah loved it and all the food all the food i bet you had lots of food at the end Oh yes, I, I think I'm still eating the food now, but uh, that's just that's by the by. Uh, so, with you saying it being crazy and a quite quite a tough challenge and hard to do, then would you would you do one again? Would I do one again? Well, me being me, I, I always finish these things and say no. I know I know the answer to this. I'm just I'm just creating quite a, a nice segue here. <laughs> you are, you are. Um, yes, Matthew, as you well know, I am doing another one and. I did 50k the first time, mm-hmm. and I've been completely peer pressured into it. Oh, so so now, so from 50k, you step from 50k. The next step up is a is a 50 mile, yeah. Maybe you, no, 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 no. I wish yeah. I kind of wish it was, but no, I have been peer pressured by Statman Jack himself <laughs> to. <laughs> travel down south and run race to the king in June. So wow. we are doing a hundred k in a day. Just oh, oh. oh. <laughs> 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 through saying it. Sixty-two <laughs> um, whole miles. <laughs> I know, I know. It's gonna be brutal, but you know what? In a weird, sadistic way, I'm actually looking forward to it. It's uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a challenge. I've said it'll I've, be, it'll be warm. It'll be nice and sunny. No yeah. guarantees, but hopefully. Um, the course is like a figure of eight, so you go out and do 50k in a loop, and then you come back past the start and go out and do another 50k. Wow. Um, so there's there's going to be it's going to be hard to resist the urge to stop at 50k and just go, no, you know what, I've just done another 50k, that'll do for me. But yeah. we're going to give it a good bash, give it a slog. Um, the one thing that I'm kind of quite pleased about is i've checked the elevation on it and the elevation on the 100k is less than what i did in the 50k 
So thankfully, right. I'm not going to be going up as many hills, yeah. uh, which would be quite nice. But it's over the South Downs Way, I believe. Uh, starts mm-hmm. at Goodwood Racecourse. Um, I'll be doing it with Jack. Uh, so no, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to that. Me and Emma are going down for the weekend. We're, uh, we're going to travel down on the Thursday night or first thing Friday. Mm-hmm. The event's on Saturday morning. So I'm going to miss Park Run. No. Oh, what? I know. And and Emma's going to be, Emma's going to watch us set off. And then she's going to travel to one of the local park runs and run a park run that I've not done before. Wow. So that's not fair. <laughs> um, so you'd, you'd, have, you'd have thought she'd have gone and run a park run that you have run before just to make it fair wouldn't you but... yeah, she could probably get to Upton Court in the time mm. and, and run that one um, I'd let her do that but any yeah. others I'd be disappointed <laughs> I'd back down. one Saturday morning I'll crawl out of bed at like 3 o'clock in the morning Yes. and just, just go to Lou Love and I'll jump in the car and I'll drive down to whichever one she did <laughs> Just video call. Sorry, I got lost on my way to the link. <laughs> I think I think we're, yeah. segueing, so we're segueing quite nicely into this this segment then, aren't we? A, a show full of segues here. It's like we planned it. I know, yes. Yeah. So, in fact, shall we give it the intro that it truly deserves? I think I think we can. We've I think not, we should. We've not had it for a while, have we? So, park run, park run with Sheffield's rider. Yeah. I wonder where he's been to this week. So come along and let's find out. Oh, mate. Do you know what? That touches me in funny places every time I hear you sing that. I know, yeah. So uh, we're on this segment. Rob, Rob, are you here? Rob? Rob? Where's Rob? Rob. <laughs> Rob? See, he's always, he's always whinging at me, saying I can't make these segments. I can't do this. I can't do that. Is he not even himself? Off? He's absolutely useless. Oh, Rob, you let down. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got other news as well. My, uh, I, and I'm not going to be mean about it. She's working. Oh, the, what? The better half of Bema is currently working. She's on nights. NHS, oh, so she's shift worker. So hmm. she's on nights. So credit to her, fair play to her. I'm uh, manning the fort at home and. Uh, Lovely. Recording the segment and uh, hopefully I'll do it justice without her. Uh, Fair enough. And for, for the e- eagle-eyed, eagle-eared, not eagle-eyed, eagle-eared, is it? And I don't know what it. For listeners, you've already told us where you've been this week, so just just remind us again where you went to. I have, I have. We were up in Newcastle on the weekend, as I say, a delayed trip, and the reason we were up in Newcastle as well was to get our letter J finally. Gee. We've ticked off our J on the alphabet. Um, it's one of them elusive ones. There, there aren't many J's in the country, yeah. and there certainly isn't that many near Barnsley or Sheffield area. Um, so there are two up in and around Newcastle. There's Jubilee and there's Jesmond Dean. And we, being only two miles, two or three miles away from it, from our hotel on the quayside, we went to Jesmond Dean on Saturday. Lovely. Uh, lovely place. Um, we were worried about it in the weeks leading up to it because of a recent storm they had. I'd, the, the, the run director tried to explain what a Dean was, uh, and I kind of get, I kind of heard him. It was like a valley, like a valley with steep sides, basically. Something like that. Um, But it was all full of trees and it was very picturesque and it was lovely. 
but they had loads of strong winds the other week, if you remember, and it blew yes. up the trees down and the council weren't very quick at moving said trees. So it affected the course. So they had to cancel two weeks in a row. So we were oh. we were panicking last weekend thinking it's not going to be on, not going to be on. We're going to have to go to Jubilee and Jubilee doesn't look as nice or as fun, but we would still get our J. But we really wanted to do Jesmond Dean. And uh, luckily, the council got their backsides in gear and they removed said trees. Uh, well, not all of them, actually, because as the run director explained at the start again, um, there was a slight alteration on the course just for safety's sake. So, yeah, he started right down in the bottom and he says, right, your first mile undulating. But just before you get to the mile, um, you have 21 steps to go up. So you had to run up some right. steps and Different. after the 21 steps, you turn straight right onto what they know as Hilarious Hill. <laughs> when, in all, Pre-tell. when in all your life has a hill been hilarious? No, I don't know. Um, it was pretty brutal. It was, it was. I'd give it a seven out of ten for brutalness. Oh, um, so it, was, it wasn't hilarious at all then? No, not in the slightest. Uh, when you said hilarious hill, I expected like people slipping and sliding down this hill or something like that. Oh, <laughs> Just... That would have been funny, but unfortunately not. And having run 20 miles the day before, I wasn't right in the mood for a hill. But um, for, backtracking a little bit, we were joined at Park Run this week by two locals yeah. there. One of them is somebody I followed for a while on Instagram and has followed me back and caught wind of the fact that I was coming up to Newcastle and that is run underscore, I think it's double underscore actually, run double underscore Danny double underscore run. Right. Uh, so Dan was there, he came to say hello. And awesome. Fart Lake family OG, Mr. Neil Marshall, finally Ooh. after COVID isolation. Lovely. He should he should have been there with us. Bless uh, him, yeah. on Pendle, bless him. Uh, yes, awesome stuff. Glad glad he came out and is uh, out of isolation to come and join you. Yeah, so it was great to see both of them, and me and Neil ran it together. Um, so I had his company on the way up Hilarious Hill, <laughs> um, and all the way around the course. So you climb. So it was all sheltered and scenic in the bottom and you climb up the hill and once you get to the top of the hill you're on a playing field and that was windy that was really windy there was a uh, one massive loop of the fields and then you come back on yourself and do a little loop now just before you start the second loop um there were some arrows on the ground and 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 there was some writing and it said look so the so you run over one that says look and then the next one says wait <laughs> and then the next one says look left now or something like that look left now and as you looked left as you were running over it it was a beautiful view down into the dean watching the river uh, can't remember what it was called now he'll kill me for not remembering uh, <laughs> but you just see down into the river and all the valley and the trees and it was stunning it was if I, if I, if 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 i'd have had my phone out i'd have made a video or something of us running past it if i'd have known it was coming before to yeah. 20 meters beforehand but yeah it was a lovely really nice view and then you do another little loop around some of the fields and then you've got a super fast really steep downhill finish nice. uh, open the legs out absolutely absolutely well mr neil marshall bless him 
we were coming around to the finish of the second loop and I don't know whether he knew what was coming or not, but he all of a sudden took off from me. <laughs> he did a mat, he did a mat. <laughs> he was, he was trying to do a you. <laughs> he took off and he went off around the corner and he got about 10 metres ahead of me and I'm thinking, I'm turning my legs over here and you're going, what's happening? Are you, are you, are you trying to beat me? Um, <laughs> off he went and uh, he started bombing it and then we got to the really steep downhill bit and he slowed down a bit, so I thought, right, I'm having you here. <laughs> not not quite like that, um, but I, I just let let the lace go down the hill, and we bombed it down the hill, and came in at the finish together, and me being me, 5K out, taking it Straight easy, down, yeah. nice easy run. I was like, and I've only got a handful left to get on stopwatch bingo, so I knew that I was close to one of them, so I slowed right down before the line, and... I shouted to the timekeepers. I'm like, right, I'm going to cross on 31. Stop it on 31. <laughs> Here he is. Here he is. <laughs> um, so I crossed on my watch, bang on 31. <laughs> Got my token. Walked back to the timekeepers because there weren't many people coming in very fast. It wasn't the most popular. It isn't the busiest park run. No. Um, so they were both stood there, and I was like, "Can you tell me what what time you've got down for position?" I seven. <laughs> of course, you did. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> uh, so the the girl was like, oh, "I've got uh, something something thirty point four," and the lad, the lad was like, "Oh, I've got thirty point eight," and they were like, "We'll we'll use that time. We'll use that time because it'll round it up to thirty one." I was like, "Brilliant, thanks, cheers." Um, walked off. Check me, check me position, bingo. Yes, I needed it. Brilliant. So I've got my 37 thinking, yes, I've got position and I've got stopwatch bingo this week. Sat in the cafe. Your time comes through in 20, I think it was like 25, 30. I was like, you absolutely. <laughs> you. I think, I think they get into, everywhere, all the partners around the country are getting wind of what you're trying to do, Ben, I think. And they're, they're all just going to try and fuck you off. It's not fair. <laughs> um, so I, oh, I, I tell you what, I don't, well, I don't know how I'm going to overcome it. I'll just have to hope it happens naturally, maybe. But yes, I'll, I'll still continue to manipulate it as best as possible. Um, <laughs> so you did get... it naturally a few weeks ago, Ben, and it paid off when you were racing. So maybe, maybe that is the way you need to go forward. Well, maybe, maybe not. The I'll question... Yeah, yeah, but the the question I want to ask that everybody wants to ask: Oh, did you get the purple sign? Oh yes, we got the sign. Um, turned up at the start, and and when he said, "So we're starting here, but we're finishing over there." Yes, I went up to him and I said, "Excuse me, mate, is that purple sign going to be?" <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> I can't imagine. Is he going to pack it away and not carry it with him? So I went over and I said, is that purple sign at the, f- is, good, is that going to be at the finish? And he goes, not not usually, but it can be if you want it to be. I said, I want it to be. It has to be at the finish. But lo and behold, there it was at the finish by the barcode scanners. Winner. Um, so we got a picture, but that wasn't straightforward. There was four of us there. So I handed my phone to these two girls. I was like, can you get a picture? I need all of us in the picture and the purple sign. So at first, girls take pictures and she's there trying to do it in uh, landscape. I'm like, no, no, no. I want it portrait. Fits on the fits in the gram when you're doing multiple posts better. <laughs> if you do, 
So she's, she took a few in portrait and she passed it back and went, cheers, thank you. She walked off. <laughs> like, I'm ter- nervous. I'm nervous. They're terrible. <laughs> well, like, my legs were cut off. Half of half of Neil's body was cut off. It wasn't central. I was like, that's it. So I went up to one of the uh, barcode scanners while they were stood there, not that busy. I said, excuse me, do you mind? So I even stood back a little bit. Got the purple signing shot and said, but if you stand here, we'll all fit in the picture. So she had no, didn't she? Terrible. Absolutely. <laughs> Some of these people need to learn how to take a proper picture. Um, oh, and then it was God. finally on the third person I asked, they took a few. And do you know what? Only one or two of them were all right. I could crop them. But I, I just got to the point where I'd asked that many people and I'd posed that many times with the purple sign. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'll just take. <laughs> I want bacon. I want. Uh, I want a sandwich and a coffee. <laughs> um, oh, but Jesus. With the J, um, so we were happy, um, and the four of us wandered off to the local cafe in in the park, and yeah, we we had sausage sandwiches, sarnies, baps, balms, oh buns, whatever, whatever you want to call them. Whatever people want to call them, they're all the same thing. There's no right. There's no wrong. Just in case anyone from the chat's listening, because that seems to cause major <laughs> argument every time. It does. Um, yeah, but we had that. Oh, sat there talking, uh, talking all things park, run and running, etc. And my phone rings. My phone rings. Who's on the other end of the phone? Fa- uh, on the other end of the phone, Marco Del Wazio. <laughs> it's the Marco. So I knew that he was going to put his effort in. Marco is. Yeah on it he is in it to win it he's he wants to improve he wants to break his pb and he's getting a lot of motivation out of the cup and from as 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 are quite a few few thoughts so many people are we'll get to that we'll get to that stop jumping the gun um so he he rings me he's like ben ben so my first mile was this the second you need to do do the accent you need to do the (laughs) Oh God! Don't... <laughs> all right, Ben. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, run all done. <laughs> uh, well, Do you know I watch his videos every day? I love the guy. I absolutely yeah, love the guy. Um, and he's like, first mile was this, and second mile was that. <laughs> but but on the third mile, I hit a brick wall of wind. <laughs> I'm terrible at his accent. I can't do Bristolian. Uh, he's like, I, I hit the wind and uh, he had, <laughs> it's not good, is it? It's not good. Yes, just, you don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> I love you, Marco. I love you. Um, but basically, his third mile was nearly a minute slower than his first two. Oh wow! Bang the same. So bless him. He he tried hard. He had his vest on. He had his fast shoes on. And. Uh, All right. He, he wasn't far off. He wasn't far off, but he didn't get what he came for. But he was happy. He was happy enough. I mean, yeah. whenever you put an effort in and you get close or you beat it, you're always going to be happy, aren't Still you? Still so, a couple of weeks to go. Yeah, 11, 11 seconds off his PB he was in the end. Now, if that not last mile... Bad, no, not at all. If, if he hadn't have had the wind, he said, in that last mile, mm. maybe 30 seconds, because we all know when we're pushing hard... And you're in mile three of a 5k full effort. It's the hardest mile. It's brutal. So if you get hit with a wall of wind as well, that's really going to knock you for six. Um, there's no adjusting like there would be in mile one or mile two. So bless him. 
he says he's probably not going to get another chance now before the end of the month, but I think he'll try and fit one in if he can. Um, but yeah, fair play to him. So it was great. Good, good chat with our Marco. Um, Jordan Motes, he gave me a ring as well. He went off for his effort. We've segued here now. This We've gone straight transition here. Fair enough. Part run cup update. Um, Jordan, uh, my good friend Jordan, super fast guy, decided mm. to, he's only got one chance this month. So he took himself off to a park run that me and him went to a couple of years back semi-local to us uh selby park run um it's on a disused airfield and it's a straight out and back say straight you go around it's it's more like a a walking stick you go really long straight and then a little bend around the corner turn around and come back on yourself newly tarmacked as well he took his fast shoes he gave it a good bash and again he was close very very close four seconds off his pb (sighs) I know, I know. Which, when you've got a PB like his, it's it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's take hard, a lot a harder. Big chunk off it. So he did really well. He um, he said he hit wind as well, and I think everybody hit wind at the weekend. There, there was no hiding from it. So no. anybody that put an effort in at the weekend, fair play to you. Um, some people, some people. Special mention to Mr. Glenn Penfold again. Awesome. He has smashed his pb again uh, if my stats are correct my my trusty better half has filled in all the stats for me this week whilst i was cooking dinner um but mr glenn penfold running a 27 second pb awesome uh, byron's got some work to be doing she has yeah yeah byron's got yeah. some work he's gonna have to bring out them super speedy shoes um and put an effort in. I reckon he'll probably go back to Little Hampton, which is where he got his 19. Was it Little Hampton? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I believe so. Um, another big shout out, Simon Grace. Now, you'll know about this one, Matty, because I believe you might yeah. have been there. Yes, we were at Poolsbrook. I ran with uh, Paul Griffiths. Uh, me, and, me and Rob ran with Paul. Um, shout out to Paul as well. Yeah, uh, Rob will be able to tell you this if he could be bothered to turn up for this uh, this segment. But uh, I, pre- pre- <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah, so Paul, Paul, Paul ran with me and Rob. And uh, Simon Grace wanted to go out and, uh, and try and beat his PB. I think he was a little bit off it. Um, but like you said, windy conditions. Um, it was a it's three lap course, uh, and on the I think the first the first hundred two hundred meter segment, it's and you do that three or four times, it, it the wind was just blowing you back constantly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he was about seven seconds off something like that. I think uh, for his PB oh. effort, pardon, Simon. Yes, Simon Grace. No, he's forty seven seconds taken off. Was he? It smashed it. Matthew, you were there. I didn't realise we got a PB that much. 21.03 I've got written down here. 21.03. From wow. 21.50 to 21.03. All right. That's mega. Jeez. If, if, you're making me question now. I should have double-checked these, but I, I know Simon. Simon's a good runner, great runner. He's getting back yeah. into the form. I, 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 I Josephine, Simon. Ah, Josephine, yeah, me, me, Emma, Joe and Simon all met up at Watermead in the last round of the Cup and put our efforts in, so... Well, I must be confused um, then, I? <laughs> <laughs> this... Moving Where's on. Rob? Rob, Rob, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he's being Emma. We need Emma, Emma's, uh, she could give clarity on this, she's sensible. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I know, I know. Paul, Paul also got a, a, a PB. We managed to get Paul, Paul uh, Griffiths to his uh, a PB. I can't remember how many seconds he was under it, but yeah, he smashed it as well. Come on, Matthew, how many seconds? You were there. I, I can't, I can't remember. I'm, I'm useless at remembering shit. Matthew, thirty-one seconds. Paul Griffiths. Oh yeah. Well done. And he, 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 he was busy on his on his second lap, telling us to piss off and, and go get away from us. And we're like, nope, nope. Just, just slow it down. You still got this. It's still there if you need. If, 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 if you can sustain this, we can still pick it up in the third lap. And he, he absolutely smashed it. So yeah, awesome run by uh, by Paul well, as well. Well done, Paul. Well done. Great time. Um, few more shout outs. There were some more PBs. Big PBs. Jamie Denham. Yeah. A huge PB. Thirty seconds off of his time. Wow. Keeping the pressure on Karen Cresswell there. Yeah. Um, I know my my competitor as well. Your competitor, B. B. Harris. Who have I got here? B. Harris versus Barry Chuckle. <laughs> there we go. B. Harris, she took a huge chunk off. What's that about? Yeah. 48 seconds? 50? Yeah, something like that. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to run close to 19 minutes, I think, for mine. Oh, no. Ooh, I'm going to run close to. Yeah. 52 seconds she's taken off there. Wow. Yeah. You're going to have to go sub at about 19... Sub 20, yeah. 1947, Matthew. Yes, it's going to be a, it's going to be a big ask, uh, especially you're after... Gonna, you're going to try, aren't you? You're not going oh, to... Back- I, will, I will try, I will try, but after the ultra and the uh, the Amis, it's going to be a tough ask, I think, but uh, yeah. I did... Dead, I, I, Poolsbrook at the weekend, I, I will say this, Poolsbrook at the weekend, uh, Simon turned up and said, oh, I'm, I'm going for my PB, I'm going for... We'll go quick, and I thought to myself, you know what, my hamstrings are feeling pretty tight. Mm. But I'll just, I'll, I'll go out and do some strides. Maybe I can, uh, maybe I can force myself to do it. But I did the strides, and I knew that there were going to be no fast running today. <laughs> sensible, sensible. You've still got time. Yes. Backing out of this, Matthew. Mm. Me and Emma. After you sandbagged your way through the first round. <laughs> after you totally sandbagged your way through the first round. Presently. <laughs> Nodding round York Park run like we it was friends. nothing. Well, we were, and we will be again when B knocks you out. Um, <laughs> we want to see you feel the pain. Mm. We want to see you work and work hard. Um, so good luck. You've got two more weeks. Uh-huh. Um, I tell you what, a, a competition that is really close after the weekend. So these two both went out, both put an effort in, both PB'd. One of them slightly more than the other. Now, I'm talking about Joanna Gibson, right. who went to where me and Emma went to the previous week. Do you remember where we went to? The last previous week? week? Last week, you went to Penis Tone. Penis Tone. There you go. <laughs> so, Joanna, she's she's fairly local to us. She went to Penis Tone Parkrun herself, found a purple sign at the start, so. tied to a lamppost, I believe. <laughs> sideways tied to a lamppost maybe the run director was taking the mickey um she went and she ran a 15 second pb wow which is incredible especially to say that the field would have been really windy and boggy at the weekend yeah but she's put the effort in and she's run a great time so she's knocking 15 seconds off kirsty her opponent kirsty porter boxer yes. Bognarian, I believe I heard on the podcast last week. Um, I don't know if that's an actual term, but we'll let him have it. We'll let him have it. Um, She ran a three-second PB post. Ooh. Actually, PB, might I add. 
Um, so they both PB'd one by 15, one by three. So Ooh. both done incredible to break their PBs. But yeah, Kirsty's got 12 two seconds in it. 12 seconds in it. That's what she needs to chip away at. Does she do it this week and set a target for Joanna for the last week? Or does she rest all her hopes on doing it in the last week? Mm. Try, and, try and beat her. Interesting. Is it, so it's all hotting up, isn't it, at the end of the uh, middle of round two? Absolutely, yeah. Another shout out round one. A couple of PBs from round one that we didn't get round to last week. Claire Manane. Yes. Huge PB she ran. A one minute and four second PB she ran. Wow. Piling the pressure on Gary Ludwin. Mm-hmm. Absolutely piling it on. But Gary, nobody overtakes Gary. Gary's going to go out. He's going to get front of the pack and he's going to hold it and he's going to absolutely smash it, apparently. Maybe. Who knows? I might be making that up, but let's give him a bit of motivation. Um, and also Simon Hayes, our last virtual entrance, mm. he ran a 22-second PB on his virtual entry, piling the pressure on Julie, 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 Julie! Oh! That's the one. That's the one. So, yeah, I mean, already we've had, what, two, four, six, eight, nine PBs in the first two weeks. Wow. Which is great to see. But yeah, People are pushing themselves and, and giving that extra step and, and trying to improve every week. It's awesome to see. Oh, yeah, brilliant. We're loving it. We are absolutely loving watching it. Um, now, I believe from a few DMs, there are quite a number of people going out to put their efforts in this week. This is their one and only week to put an effort in. Andy Bradley. Right. He's He's been very open been about it. Smashing it, yeah. He has. I believe Nadine and Rob will also be at the same course as Andy this weekend. Nice. Uh, That's going to be good to see. Head to head. An all out battle. Um, Nadine ran very close to hers at the weekend just gone. Rob as well ran very close to his at the weekend just gone. So they are a bit of a warm-up for this week, I believe. So the three of them will be at Widness Park Run this weekend. Widness. Widness. I wonder if Robbie's going. Rob, are you going this weekend? Rob? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sorry. Forgetting, forgetting. Um, anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's a number of people who are going out this weekend, which good luck. Give it what you've got. I'm not sure the weather's looking too clever, but I don't want to dampen your spirits. Just run hard. Try and find a few people around you if there are. Hide behind them. Use them as a windshield. Um, And if it doesn't happen this weekend and you've got a chance the last weekend, go again. Go again. Give it what you've got. Um, Two weeks left. I cannot wait to see how these last two weeks pan out. There's a lot of people from both sides of the competition that haven't put an effort in yet. So, a lot of people are saving this one, and yeah. that's what makes it exciting. So, like yourself, yes, you, you're saving yourself, aren't you? Uh-huh. I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> Just you thinking about ham- food all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about my hamstrings. Is what I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, uh, but good luck. I don't, where are you going to go? Poolsbrook, Rother Valley. Yeah. See, rather about Valley can be quite deceptive with the wind and stuff, so I'm not sure. I've not I've not got any plans to do anything at the minute, so I'm gonna have to Google and have a look round, see where the uh, the faster faster routes are and the flatter routes are, and we'll, we'll go from there. 
You're gonna have to what? Google. 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 Fat flash park. Fat. Flat fast park runs in and around our region. Yes. Do you, do you, do you realise what segment we're in? Park you know, Cup. Do, do you know what my my role is of the, the podcast? Park. Go run. on. You are the park run ambassador. Tourism. If you want to know fat flash. Oh. Uh, I can't say those two bloody words together. <laughs> flat fast. <laughs> if you want to know a flat fast if i say them slowly enough it works flat fast park run just come to me i'll give you some tips i'll slide into your dms you know about york i, do I know would about say york. say go but it's on grass and it's a little bit of a journey selby mm. really fast alverston down in derby that's not a million miles away once you're on the motorway from us less than mm. an hour away i believe um mansfield kind of fast uh, Brearley Forest, I found, was fast when I Giving ran Giving all that. these people tips and tints and stuff. You need to stop. Let them go. Let them go. This is what we <laughs> want to see. We want straight-out war. But, yeah, so, anyway. Awesome. Get it done, Matthew. No backing out. Full oh, effort. Yeah. Bleeding out your eyes. Lungs on fire. <laughs> oh, I miss those days. I miss those days. And it'll be coming again soon, I'm sure. By the end of February, I should be bleeding from my eyes and my... Breathing out of my arse, I think. No, I, I don't want to see the latter part of that, but I want to see the first part. <laughs> if there's there a bit of sick at the end on the finish line, I'm all for that. Awesome. Awesome. One thing I do want to say, say before we move on, uh, the 5K app. Rob, <laughs> Rob, myself and Paul Griffiths finished. Uh, Paul received number 99 tag. I received double zero, which I didn't think... Uh, which I didn't think you had to get, but I've just found out you do. So I got 100 and Rob got his first place finish. So he's got his 101 as well. (laughs) 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 So it was, was, Rob was quite buzzing about that. So uh, yeah, well done, Rob. You got your first place finish. (laughs) Your chance. Damn it. Damn it. I will get mine eventually. Sorry, I'm going I'm to scope out results for hard <laughs> runs and I'm going to find one that I can just go and win. <laughs> Sorry. That's really pissed you off, aren't it? No, no, yes. Yes. No, no, yes. Anyway, right. before, before we go, the UK Parkrun Tourist Group on Facebook, um, Stats Geeks are in there week in, week out. And there was somebody that said, who's won the most park runs at since park runs started? There's one chap that has won over 200 park. I think he's run nearly 400, wow. and he's won over half of his park runs. Jesus, but it's, it's a run, not a race. It's a run, not a race. And <laughs> what was even better about it was they weren't all at the same park run. It's oh, not, well, he's going to his local every week and just, just smashing smash. it every week. Mm. He's actually travelling about and he's uh, he's he's winning park runs left, right, and centre. So nice. yeah, yeah, that's what I want to see. Stick to your own though. We want to win some. Yeah, all right, fair. Yeah, he is a sub, <laughs> to be fair. So let him, yeah. let him. But yeah, there we go. So we'll we'll be on our travels this weekend. Um, awesome update. I'm not, I'm not going to give too much away, but it will be a surprise to at least one Parkrun Cup entrant. Mm. There's a possibility there might be more there, but we're going to go and surprise somebody this weekend. Oh, lovely. 
That'd be interesting. I can't mm. wait to see where you go and who it is with and see all the pictures and stuff afterwards. It's going to be great. Absolutely. Awesome stuff. So, without further ado, then, do you want to introduce the next guest for us or shall I get on with it? The main segment, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to this one because uh, he's, he's, he's really good, this guy. He's really interesting. He's, he's having a bit of a tough time. He's, he's had a big injury setback recently. Um, co-parenting as well so he's got a lot on his plate but he's an incredible runner he, he loves a park run um, as well he, he, he loves long distance he, he loves all distances he's, he's hooked on running tell him who it is Matthew tell him who it is so it is the running Dan so Danny O'Reilly is having a chat with Rob can't wait to listen to this one uh, take it away enjoy Right then, you lot, another week, another chat with another awesome member of our online running community. Today, I'm chatting to a guy who is juggling recovering from an injury with co-parenting and also the nine to five grind of everyday life. Uh, We're going to find out about his journey into running, his amazing achievements and memories that it's afforded to him. And also how he's getting on with the reality of dealing with and bouncing back from a serious running injury. So please join me in welcoming the running Dan himself, Mr. Danny O'Reilly. Dan, how are we doing today, my friend? Yeah, good. Glad to have um, finished work for the day and managed to drag myself to the gym as well. So a decent day all in all. What about yourself? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I I have not been as productive, but you've guilted me now to maybe do a bit of strength and conditioning before me tea after we record this. <laughs> good. Um, right then, so we've got loads to get to. I'm, I'm dead excited to talk to you, man. I know that um, our paths have crossed briefly i think we had a we had a fleeting high five at milton Keynes park run last year but that's the only real time we've chatted so i'm dead excited to find out more about you all about your running journey um but let's start where we always start do you mind just telling people how you first got into running um so i had sort of no passion uh at all really for running or no background in running i think i've been forced to do it maybe once or twice as a kid but no pedigree in the sport whatsoever and um I lived in London for about 12 13 years and I just hated getting on the tube uh, I couldn't stand it it would um you know it's obviously it's very busy it's not cheap um there's always problems and I just used to get to work and I'd always be really really stressed and I'd carry that with me and then you have to do it all again going home and one of my mates used to run commute and he said, you know, why you should run commute. And I was like, what? And and I did it. Um, and the first run was pretty much a walk. Um, but then I did it the next day and the next day. And, and over time, it just became a habit. Um, and that was how I got into running. I was running in sort of five-a-side trainers, football kit, yep. um, like a backpack swinging around. But I loved it. And eventually, um, just from doing that regularly, it built up into a thing where I started actually going for a run on the weekend as well then for fun and and stuff like that um but it was years of just run commuting I never took part in any races I didn't you know know the difference between an easy run and a recovery run or a temp I didn't know anything about this you know the sport um I just I just ran because it was my transport um and it was a way of me getting fit and healthy um and I just started to really enjoy that time to myself. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a slightly different way into it, I guess. But how how did that change things? You said it was a good few years of doing that, and and you know it just being like I said a method method of transportation. What what changed in your mind? What changed in your life that then made you think, 
okay, maybe I'll I'll get out and I'll try a race, or maybe I'll try and get out and do part run. What and how did that happen? How did that transition occur? I was at a wedding where I was um, a plus one, so I didn't really know anyone there, and there was someone else in my boat as well, and I got talking to him, and and running came up, and he was a a, a PT. And he just sort of said things to me like, oh, you know, what what events have you done? And I was like, I uh, didn't I don't know what you're talking about. Is <laughs> that like, oh, where do you, you know, like what what training do you do? Do you in, do you did intervals? Oh, you're in Hackney. What, where are the hills around there? And I was like, oh, you're speaking gobbledygook to me. So we had this conversation. He was like, I'm going to send you a plan through. And he emailed me something over a couple of days later. And I just sort of did it um, mm-hmm. and instantly started training and noticing very quickly that I was getting sort of quicker by actually doing, you know, going, I went, used to go to the, the Arsenal stadium and do um, intervals around the outside of there and find a hill and run up and down that. And and then starting to learn a little bit over time about having an easy pace and an effort. And um, I think the first thing I did was a half, half marathon because a friend signed up to it. And I didn't, you know, again, I didn't know that 5k was a thing, 10k was a thing, marathon was a thing. I had no idea of, I knew of London marathon, but I had no idea of any of these things. So that was my first event and trained quite diligently for it. But that was the difference and kind of then going to one of those events and, you know, running with 10,000 other people and, and the buzz afterwards and sort of how proud of myself I was and all my friends, we were all sort of like so chuffed that that then it sort of took hold of me then. I was, I'd say, you know, addicted. It became my sort of number one passion. Yeah, there's a lot about, there's a lot to be said for that first race day fear. Yeah. So it was, a, was it a pretty big event, the first one that you It was did? the Hackney Half. It was the okay, first yeah. ever one. Yeah, and we lived in the area, so there was a lot of advertising for it. So we're all like, you know, let's do it. Why not? Um, and yeah, we all ran together, me and three of my friends. And yeah, we just, you know, loved every single second of it. Um, and, you know, there or there, but between us, we sort of done them all since I think it's in its eighth year now. Um I missed my first one for injury this year, but that was it then. It was sort of had that bug of like, oh, I wonder what other races there might be in the area, um, you know, and spent, you know, a night on Google and spending all my money on on 10Ks and half marathons and all sorts. It's it's, it's when you find the, the race best website, isn't it? You start realising yeah. <laughs> how many different places you can go to and run and, and all different things. So how, how did that then progress? You said, because you mentioned then that I'm doing a little bit of quick maths in my head about how many Hackney Half Marathons have been. He did the first one. So that's a good seven years of running from starting to, to now. In those formative years of racing, are there any big races that stand out? Um, I... So one of my friends went through a big breakup and he said, I'm going to do Dublin Marathon. Um, and me and a couple of other lads were like, well, you're not doing it on your own. We're coming with you. So I, I didn't know anything about I didn't even know the distance, what that entailed. So I trained, you know, stupidly for that, did loads and loads and loads of long runs. Not a lot else. Um, played five aside three times a week. So it was just battering my body and then um, turned up injured um with a hamstring problem didn't know that I had a hamstring problem I just knew that my leg was sore and I had the world's sort of like worst experience Mm. ran on my own was in a lot of pain nearly quit with 800 meters to go sort of you know said I was never going to do it again my mates ran together and they all had an incredible experience and they were out in Dublin till two in the morning while I was at home you know because I couldn't walk and back in the Airbnb so I was kind of felt like I wasn't going to go back the same mate convinced me to do another one with him six months later and that's when I really I had that experience that I, I hadn't had where I ran every second of it with a friend 
and we sort of dragged each other over the line and I we talked the whole way around we just I had that experience that I'd always wanted that I knew that was the marathon experience and then I was in and then I was training sort of properly um you know really knuckled down and and, and things started times you know started getting quicker and, and stuff like that from there but Dublin Marathon was my my sort of first yeah big big event where I sort of you know couldn't sleep for a week beforehand and read every piece of information I could find and yeah you know ate thousands and thousands of calories of carbs every single day for about a month before thinking that's what you needed to do all those sorts of things and and it sounds like as much as it wasn't a particularly pleasant experience and you find this a lot I think when people talk about um marathons that go wrong because we all have them um uh, as, as much as it wasn't a good experience it sounds like it was something that really shaped your running journey because I, I know that you, you were talking then about how the, the next marathon that you ran became the enabler for you know the times falling away and learning how to train a little bit more effectively and efficiently but I know that also you mentioned in, in, in some of the, the bits that you sent across before that you're a big fan of kind of running with others of pacing people of supporting people on their running journey and I imagine running with a pal having a great experience seeing them succeed as well as yourself that would have been a big part of sort of forming what you would become as a runner as well and that probably wouldn't have happened if you had such a crap time of it in Dublin oh definitely I think that you know you're sharing those miles with people and it's sometimes it's a really close friend somebody sometimes it's someone you sort of get to know you and sometimes you end up running these things with people that you sort of meet on the day and my two of my best races I was paced around by friends who you know who who have become good friends of mine purely through running and I've hopefully done the same for other people and it is it's that amazing experience that you know when you're sitting down afterwards and you you just you've had that experience that only the two of you have had that you know and and those moments where one of you has had to sort of drag the other one around a little bit or just keep that other person going and you know that maybe you'd have dropped off without that person there or maybe they'd have dropped off without you there it's something you'll sort of always share it's it's and it is it's running is in some ways quite an individual sport you know it's not a team sport really but it, it isn't you know you train with other people you're happy for other people when they get a time it's irrelevant at what that time is compared to yours you know if somebody goes out there and gets whether it's a finishing a distance or a time you, you're just happy for them mm-hmm. um it's a, it is a bit of a team sport in that way and yeah it's um, you know you share so many hours with people that you probably wouldn't normally do yeah, oh no, I I agree a hundred percent. Um, moving forward then through the years, I guess what one thing that is worth talking about, given the fact that your running journey does span over a, a good length of time, uh, life of course moves on around running, and we're not the same person we were when we first started out on our own individual journeys. And your life certainly has changed. I know you talked a lot then about you know running with pals, going for weekends in Dublin, where I'm sure there was booze involved yeah. around the uh, around the actual marathon itself. That's part of the allure, isn't it? But of course now you're a dad, you've got a grown-up job, yeah, you know you you're co-parenting, you're trying to fit running around life. How's your journey kind of evolved to fit into those things that happen as as we get older and as life changes a little bit? I think that um, for a long time, I didn't really have to think about it. So I could just run whenever I wanted to. I could sign up to any event that I wanted to. A friend would say, oh, I'm doing this. And I'd be like, let's have a look. And, you know, next thing you're doing you know, a marathon somewhere in Europe because one of your mates is doing it yeah. or you're just going along for the trip. And now those things just aren't options anymore you know there's quite a few negotiations to go through and you maybe get one event 
a year really which is probably how I should have been doing it you know and how yeah. the best runners do but you have to yeah you, you know for me now um obviously I'm injured at the moment but I'm doing other things but you have to factor those I can't just go at certain times every day I have to be quite organized if I'm going to get my opportunity to exercise whether it's going to gym whether it's swimming whether it's doing a class or previously it was running I have to be really organized and if I miss my window of opportunity it it doesn't happen the other thing is it, I find hard is kind of a bit sometimes is motivation you know if you, you sometimes you don't know when your window is going to come and it's quite hard to motivate yourself when you get that hour to go out and do a tough session you know oh maybe I'll just do an easy run or maybe I just won't bother <laughs> yeah there's you know because you've got other things going on but running now is is you know I'm not somebody who is um would describe myself as sort of, you know understanding much about mental health or I'm involved in those sort of conversations but I've realized the older I get the effect running has on the positive effect running has on my mental health and you know just happier I am a better person to be around a better dad you know um and all those kind of things having that outlet mm. so it is something that's really important to me that maybe I didn't realize earlier I mean it's quite obvious that you know, I got on the tube and it, and I was pretty miserable doing that and I was happy running. So but I never really probably made those connections. Um, whereas now I do. I understand a lot more about that positive effect that it has on me and how important it is for me to sort of be the best version of me, not specifically physically, but the best version of me, you know, mentally and as a dad and all the other things and, and, and running and the effect that that has. And, and so trying to find a way of still prioritising it as well as you know the, the things that are actually really important yeah it's definitely it's definitely a juggle and at times it's a struggle as well but yeah um, but when, when, when it's done right and when we can balance it, it it can be so much more beneficial and I think particularly uh relevant as as we get older and, and as we are trying to juggle more and more things um you alluded to um to, to, to injury yeah which of course is a huge part of what's going on with you at the moment but before we get to that talk to me about uh about more recent years so um we're going to get to your injury in a moment what happened uh how it's impacted you all that kind of stuff but how were you running in the lead up to that injury how was the journey going at that point it's been um you know i had that sort of normal few years where you pb in at every event um just because you maybe just you know it's a bit easier and experience and and stuff like that i plateaued for a couple of years um where i probably just wasn't I was, I was doing too many events because I just enjoy being at events and I was pacing a lot of events and I wasn't able to train. Um, I was doing a lot of jump miles and, you know, the, the numbers were good vanity wise, but there wasn't enough sort of targeted stuff. Mm-hmm. And in 2019, I sort of got my act together and really sort of, I think I just decided, what, would I, what age would I been About 35 before, oh, you know, I'm done with PBs. And then I sort of had a few mates who were like, come on, you know, you can, you know, and I cut my mileage down and got quicker. And I just sort of started doing more quality. So I had a really good 2019. I PB'd over every distance um, and was expecting the same, obviously, in 2020. Obviously, events didn't happen. And I've just since then had niggling injuries that are all part of one big injury that's finally um, been diagnosed um, recently, well, in the last few months. So, but yeah, I had it like, a, a you know, every year really it was doing... I'd say two or three big events that I was sort of targeting, but I would always do loads because I couldn't say no. So if a friend was signed up to a half or a marathon, I'd be going to do it as well because I just wanted to be part of the experience. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, and obviously, so then 2020 hits and, and COVID and with the social aspect of running being such a big part of your own journey, you know, you said it yourself, probably racing too much just to be in and amongst people and at those events that must have hit you pretty hard. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was it was tough because obviously, the, you know, the, I think there were times when you could go for a run with a friend. But Jordan was pregnant and we we just sort of, you know, cocooned ourselves a little bit because we didn't, you know, at that point, no one really had any idea um, how safe going for a run with a friend really yeah. was. So we didn't I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really see anybody um, for a long time. So I definitely really did miss it. I did miss, you know, so. Yeah, a lot of my runs would be f- with friends. Tuesday would be at the track and Wednesday I'd run with my mates and we'd get a coffee and, and you know, I had a run club with work and then there's park run and then there's normally an event on the Sunday and, you know, I'd have bits in between with swimming and stuff like that. So all of those things um, and a lot of my commutes were with different people that I'd run in in the week. So it was, I did, I did miss that. Yeah, and I miss it now. You know, I've moved away from London, so I don't, um, I'm not around a lot of the people that I used to run with. So it's definitely a big, a big thing that I miss because running is, you know, it's an excuse to see my friends, really. You know, you can't go to the pub seven nights a week, but you can sort of see them quite a lot because it's just your commute and you grab a coffee on the way. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great way of, of catching up with people and seeing people. So, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, that is a, a huge part of what I miss. Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, I'd imagine that if I'm getting my dates right, just from trying to remember following you guys on Instagram, that would have all coincided with your daughter being born as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. So she came around uh, the end of 2020. So still in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So big, big change all at once. Um, So obviously the, the social aspect has been taken away because of COVID. You're getting used to being a dad. There's an awful lot going on in your life and in the wider world as well as as we rock in round 2020 into 2021, which it's bonkers to think that that's a year ago now. Um, And then injury hits. So talk me through what happens, how it's diagnosed. Was it sudden? You said there was a big buildup of things going on. Uh, What went on? Talk me through it. Well, for years, I thought, you know, injuries, what what happened to other people, to be honest? I mean, I'd never really got them and I'd always sort of just been fine. Um, and But I didn't do much cross training. I definitely didn't do any strength and conditioning. And, you know, when you're when you're injury free, you just sort of sometimes feel quite invincible yeah. um, until you're not. And in, in early 2020, I had some sort of groin issues and it's it went away with a little bit of rest. But it just kept coming back both sides. And it'd been like that for just over a year. So I was never really able to train at my capacity. I was always I was always sort of struggling to to do a full session. And if I, and after a long run, I would be in some discomfort the next day. I kept getting told I just had a groin strain and it'll go three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks or whatever. Um, and then for after a while, so I was sort of managing it, but you know that's a, an idiot's phrase for saying you know ignoring it because I wanted to run more than I was prepared to rest and and get over it. Um, and there's always that paradox, you know, you, you'll never you're going to have to push through sometimes. You know, everyone talks about in a marathon pushing through. You know, when you feel the pain, and it's identifying difference between what's just you need to push through here and and what's actually an injury. And that mental battle of, you know, did I 
give up too easily there you know can I actually run can I put so and all of those sorts of things I'm my own worst enemy and have been for years for just sort of pushing on and 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 ignoring stuff and and not looking after myself you know diet's bad and probably drank a little bit too much and like I said no strength and conditioning and crap sleep because we had a baby and all that kind of stuff so all the things that add up to aiding you know too many miles and not enough easy stuff all of that stuff but I just had these constant groin problems and in the end I was like right I'm just going to rest I'm just going to rest and after six weeks nothing seven weeks nothing eight weeks nothing so I finally got in with a specialist because things were delayed and at first it was diagnosed as a hernia and I had a scan and it turned out I've got something called osteitis pubis which is inflammation around the pelvic area mm-hmm. and it just doesn't go away with rest you could rest for years and it'd still be there and it's it's effectively caused by sort of bad running mechanics but and and, and overtraining which you know I, I'm like yeah that's me yeah. um so I've been out for I checked today 200 and, 217 days that's 31 weeks today of no running um and I'm doing at the moment all of the rehab but it, it just takes a long time to get better so you know that's quite you know seven months I think that is um that I've been out for eight months nearly eight months and yeah it just takes it's I can feel it even now now I'm talking about it um, and it presents in different areas some people feel it in the back some people feel it in their glutes in their groin and I just always feel like my groin is torn um and it's just going to take a bit more bit longer of rehab but I'm committed to doing it properly. I'm not going to rush back. I'm not going to chance a run. You know, people keep asking me, when are you going to go for a run? When are you going to go for a run? I'm not doing it this time. You know, I used to worry about PBs or and stuff like that. And now my philosophy is I want to be one of those old guys you see at park run running around. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be volunteering every single week forever. I want to be still able to go out and do it, not telling people I used to do it. So I want to come back and you know run for a long time so I'm just going to wait until this is done and and fully healed um and if that takes another six months or year it'll take as long as it takes you know it's I miss it I miss it like crazy I get jealous every time I volunteer at park run I get jealous every time I see somebody out with their headphones in looking like they're having a really lovely easy run um and obviously events are tough, you know, going down there, cheering on with Gracie. Um, you know, I'm glad to, I still want to be part of it, but it is tough thinking, oh, I could, I could be out there. That could be me. But yeah, I'm, my, I'm committed to getting this, you know, I want to be running still in 10, 15, 20 years, not telling people I used to. Yeah. And it's absolutely the right thing to do. In it, and it's a great uh, example of uh, for anybody out there who is listening, thinking, I'm a little bit injured and can I push through it? And I really like what you said about understanding the difference between sort of perseverance and your body telling you mm. you need to you need to just chill out. Um, it, it's hard though, man. Seven months without running, and you've alluded to you know feeling down and and and, and you know struggling to, to to see other people you know getting on with their running journey. What what have been some of your coping mechanisms? And I, I know you've been massively involved in parkrun and volunteering how have you got through and, and how are you planning on getting through the, the this prolonged period of absence you know without just I guess the danger is that you sour to it don't you and you suddenly yeah. think oh I'm just running's not for me anymore and that'd be the biggest tragedy I think the first thing is although I don't know how long I'm definitely out for I knew I was out for a prolonged period of time and I've always found those injuries where you could be out for a day 
or you could be out for a week, the worst ones, because it's not knowing and it's on your mind all the time. Should I chance that? Should I chance I run this week? Oh, maybe I can run on the weekend. And it's dominating your thoughts. Whereas this is a you're out for the foreseeable, you know. And 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 so that was one thing. I knew I wasn't going to be running at all in 2021 for the back end of that year. So all it's if it, I found that a little bit easier to process than oh, it could be six weeks, it could be three months, it could be six months, and and always every day wondering or you know I I wrote off my calendar and I wrote off spring as well so I wasn't one of those people going oh yeah I'm out for a while but do you reckon I'll be able to do London or do you... yeah. <laughs> so that was that helped a big deal um a big part of it for me and and yeah being around Parkrun I'd rather be there than not be there I'd rather still be involved I'm not bitter towards it I'm not bitter towards anyone else running I love still being there and you know talking to people as they come through and asking them how they got on and and, and whatnot and then just finding other things and it's taken me a while but i might just about be enjoying doing strength and conditioning which you know <laughs> said the first person in the history of the world yeah because it's it's kind of nice getting a bit better at something you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sort of there and you see everyone with their little their books writing down what they've done and i'm not there but i know i'm sort of lifting heavier or pushing a bit further with the leg and doing things are getting a little bit easier that i just couldn't do before and I know that all of my rehab might not be perfect. You know, I'm not um, as methodical as I could be, but I know I'm getting stronger and I know I'm sort of setting these good habits now that I know I'll keep. I used to do some strength and conditioning just when I needed to, because I, now I'm doing it and it's a, it's a thing that's part of my routine. Um, swimming, I mean, I kind of enjoy it, but I can't wait for it to get a bit warmer and open water yeah. swimming to be available yeah. again. Um but it's yeah, it's having those it, those things and just having that routine and having something else to do. So just being able to to go to the gym and you know by you know go out for a run maybe that's an hour a day. By the time I walk to the gym, it's twenty minutes. So it still get that sort of thing of you know doing something with my time. Yeah. It's not the same. It definitely I'll never get that feeling from cycling or swimming or you know that I do from a run. Um, but that sort of um, kept me going. And I just, I still enjoy it. I mean, I haven't like deactivated Strava. I'm on there, I'm, you know, stalking everybody, keeping an eye on all my friends, knowing what everybody's doing, checking everyone's part run results all the time and still, you know, engaging in it. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't want people to not talk to me about running because it's like, well, don't talk to me about running. It's like, no, no, I want to sort of, you know, I'm excited for what events my friends will be doing in the spring um and obviously there'll be that you know London Marathon last year that was a sort of a tough day it felt like everybody I knew was running it and uh, I I sort of felt like I was missing out because it was more the experience you know the first one back after Covid and 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 every I knew all my friends would be in the pub afterwards and they FaceTimed me but it wasn't the same no it's not not. but you know yeah I've I've kind of coped with it sort of semi-okay there are days when I really, really miss it. You go out and it's just got that sort of cr- those crisp days that you're like, this is running weather. Yeah. Um, I could just do a, a lower Sunday, you know, long run, not look at my watch and just go out for however long. But generally, yeah, finding something else um, and still staying involved. That Now, that might not be for everybody. I know that some people get injured and the first thing they do is sort of step away and they deactivate Strava and all those kind of things. And I completely get that. Um for me, I sort of still like to, to to be involved. You know, every time Jordan and I do changeover, 
you know, I'm asking her what runs she's doing today and what the session is and how the numbers went. And, you know, the last conversation we had today was like, what are you running this weekend? And we're working out, you know, times that I'll pick up Gracie so she can do the session she needs to do Saturday or the, the long run Sunday. I still, you know, think about it and talk about it a lot. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and, it, and it is really good advice. I think it's not it's not for everybody, whether you keep one foot in, one foot out, or, or, or all in, all out with running. But I think um, certainly to to suddenly think, oh, I don't want to be a part of this at all, and it can close doors that maybe you can't open again in the future. So so really good advice. Um, the last thing I wanted to ask, you are you have got a pretty big presence on social media. You, uh, you share a lot about your story, about not just about running, but about your injury, about parenthood, about all that good stuff. How have you found that's helped your journey from a running perspective? And I think particularly in, in relation to the recent injury. My experience of social media, you know, um, is generally been incredibly positive. I only set up one of those sort of running Instagram accounts maybe four years ago because I was boring people that couldn't care less about running that were friends yeah. or work colleagues. And, you know, and I just did it as that. And I've met some incredible people through it. And it, I've been so lucky, you know, that I've met um, genuine friends that I'll be, you know, that I'll go into a wedding of a friend this summer that I paced a marathon with him. You know, we just got lumped together with a flag and we've been friends ever since. And we've mm-hmm. met at hundreds, you know, hundreds of races, but tens, 10 yeah. plus races and ran together and, and all this kind of thing. So yeah, I've had an incredible experience of it. And then through injury, you know, it, it, it's just, you put a hashtag and somebody in America with the same injury DMs, you saying, oh, these are the exercises that really helped me. Yeah. And you end up rooting for each other or somebody's messages you who's a little bit behind in their journey. Go, I've just been diagnosed with this. And you're like, okay, well, this is what you need to do. You need to try and get one of these specialists. We need to do this this is what you shouldn't, you know, and you, and it's all, you know, anecdotal, but it's nice having that sort of community and, and, and people sort of helping and yeah, people rooting for you, you know, generally everybody's pretty positive on there. And yeah, I've had a really good experience of it. And with being injured, yeah, I mean, I've not got a lot to talk about <laughs> at the yeah. moment. Um, I guess what I did, did the strength and conditioning session. It's not that interesting really, but <laughs> It's it yeah people people have been helpful. I've had people that have just sort of found me and linked me up to uh, a group a physio or whatever people I've never met um, who were just like oh you know this saved me. I think that I was diagnosed for a year but I got back after nine months because I went to this person or did this or did this. So it's been yeah fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. And um, uh, the last thing that we normally do. Uh, on these chats is uh, is ask you what you've got in plan moving forward but of course your injury is quite open-ended isn't it so I mean I guess what I'd like to mix it up a little bit with is first of all ask if you do have anything in plan whether I know it's not really running related but anything that you're going along to volunteering at or, or being a part of in the background but also maybe from your experience if anybody is thinking about booking in that autumn marathon or a big race this year have you got any advice about, from your experience, the multitude of different races you've done all, all over, uh, re- like a really good race that you'd say that's one? If you're signing up to do one, if you sign up for a marathon, go and do that one. Well, I, I mean, I know that, um, it, Man- I don't know if Manchester sold out. Manchester's a fantastic marathon. Yep. That's at the start of April. Yep. Um, and then in um, in autumn, if you've not got a London place, the same day as my hometown, Manchester, 
Mm. Um, and that quirk is that half of it's in England, half of it's in Wales. So you're ticking off two countries there. Um, so that's quite a good one to do. Um, I have signed up to Berlin because I um, I was due to pace it four years ago, three years ago, and couldn't because I had a work trip and then COVID, then injury. So the time I've only achieved the qualification time for Berlin once. Mm-hmm. So I had to use it. So I've signed, I've got the place. It's my last chance. Um, I even forgot. I did forgot to sign up, and the organisers <laughs> begged and begged, and they they got they let me back in. Mm-hmm. So I'm in for that, which is the end of September. Fingers crossed, I'm back by then, and I can and I can run it because um, you know it's, it's use it. It's the last chance for me to use sort of a time until I can maybe one day get one of those times again. Who knows? But I only uh, like I said, I've only ever achieved it the once. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. I've got Berlin. I've got nothing else. Um, but yeah, those I de- highly recommend um, those races if 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 people are looking at at, at marathons um, in in the UK. Definitely Chester. Get get two countries. I mean, they could have different COVID regulations actually, and then they might not be allowed into Wales. <laughs> yeah, might get a bit difficult. But our football team here in Chester is weirdly over the border. Yeah, so I, I heard Jeff and had, and, had problems play. with the fans. Yeah, you're not allowed. We're not allowed to play. So um, I say we. I don't really support them. I go down now and again, but they're not allowed to play games because they're over the border. Some of the ground is in England, but mm. enough of it's in Wales that they not allow fans in at the moment. Um, so yeah, that's a great race worth doing. Yeah, yeah, I had the worst time of my life at Chester, but it was nothing to do with the route. The route was fabulous. It was just it was just a poor running performance from me. Right then, Dan, before I let you go then, man, if people want to find you on Instagram, you are the running Dan. That's right, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, and before I let you go, man, is there anyone else you wanted to shout out, say hello to? Anything we've not mentioned that you wanted to cover? Anything I've not mentioned? That, no, not at all. Just to anybody that's, you know, that's injured and, and, and really, really struggling with it, I think injuries you know happen to everybody and I think that when you get into this sport and 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 sort of start identifying as a as a runner which you know I definitely do and I know lots of us do to have that sort of part of your identity stripped away it can be quite tough but uh, you know injuries heal and you know you, you it's just you know learn from someone who doesn't who hasn't done their rehab properly who if I could if I nipped this in the bud 18 months ago when it started I'd be running again now. Yeah, do your strength and conditioning and um, heal up, rest when you need to. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, when I come back, it's easy to say, but I will be doing, taking rest days. I will be doing my easy runs easy enough. Um, I will be making sure, I, or trying to make sure I get enough sleep and eat properly and all of those different things. But yeah, you know, injuries are... Um, an unfortunate part and parcel of, of running you know you don't get injured sitting on the couch it's I'm not saying it's you know it's one of those things that come with the territory but um there is light at the end of the tunnel absolutely absolutely sound advice my friend thank you very much for your time really enjoyed catching up with you half an hour's absolutely flown by uh hopefully we'll uh, cross paths and catch up for a uh, a runner maybe a pint at some point in the future but yeah thanks man and good luck with the rehab yeah thanks for having me on thank you Hello lads and ladies, SMJ here and it's question time with me and another guy. So why don't you come on, have a sit on my knee, grab an animal and let's stroke it together. 
you ask, I'll answer. One time only. For the whole series. Wink emoji face. Hello lads and uh, ladies and everyone else. Welcome. Um, I'm here with uh, Jack. Jack, do you want to let the listeners, the tens of thousands of listeners know where we are? I will do something, John, and I, I think it's hundreds of thousands of now. I think everyone's uh, loving our business. So today, obviously, you've taken me out for a day trip, and yes. I'm loving it because I like a bit of exercise. I like getting out in the wild, and you've taken me for a nice long walk up Ben Nevis. It's a lovely, clear day today, so I can see everything. And, uh, yeah, I feel like the endorphins are flowing from all the exercise we've been doing. What about you? Are you enjoying it? It's good. It's very windy <laughs> if you're uh, behind me uh, <laughs> up here. But obviously, I've not brought you to Ben Nevis for Ben Nevis' sake. This is just a casual route of mine walking. Um, I've got something to show you, lad. Are you ready? Oh, wait, are we? Uh, we're still. We will be going to the top, though, won't we? Oh, it's hundred feet away. There's no point, really. This once you've seen this, you okay. will not need to go anywhere else in life. All right. Okay. Tell me more. Right, let me oh, move, move out of the way. Uh, just for everyone, we've got Rob Bryden with us. He's, a, he's an old family friend of mine. Um, oh, bloody hell, he's thrown up again, Jack. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't like the heights, does he? He yeah, puts a little right, bit Go over there. Get over there. It stinks. But right, can we get <laughs> someone to clean that up? Clean, clean, clean. Right, right, that's that sorted. Okay, Good. right, are you ready, Jack? Get down here, get down. Yeah, okay, knees. all right. I'm crouching. My knees are a bit sore, Statman, but I'll crouch. Get down. On your knees, on your hands. Oh, I Put love it. Put your ear to the ground. Now, squint yeah. your eyes and look yeah. ahead at that piece of grass. What one, Saman? There's loads of them. This, I'm pointing right at it. You see my thumb? I point oh, yeah. It's, it's, thumb. A, it's a little bit shorter than all the others, a bit like Matt yeah. Taylor. This one, right. Squint your eyes and Rob Bryden, actually. And uh, tell me, who does this look like? Um, uh, a piece of grass, Saman, John? Yeah, yeah. Squint, squint. Maybe look with the right eye. With the right, okay. go on, that's it. So I shut my left eye. Yeah, and squint. Uh, uh, maybe yeah. like a smaller piece of grass, that man, John? No, you're looking at it wrong. Oh. I can't pull it up. It's Nigella Lawson. Can you no. not see? I can't. Wait, let me let me get down to a look. That's oh, right. my God. I can, can you, see it. I can feel your breath, lad. That's That's it. That's incredible. <laughs> it's got the hair, the curves, the breasts. Oh, I don't know Yo, how to say that. You have to really squint at the right at the right oh. level. And you have to be low down enough, but not too low, not too high That's up, otherwise you don't Breathing see it. Breathing each other's breath. Yeah. And uh, it's like she's holding a whisk. Can you see that? I can. It's a nice one as well. It's like a nice, oh. It looks like a really nice sturdy whisk with a wooden handle. Magnificent, isn't it, lad? Yeah. Does she do anything or does she just... Like, is it like when the wind blows, the whisk looks like it's moving. So sometimes oh. I like to place my hand there like I am a bowl. Oh, okay, I see. So mm. she's like whisking your hand. Yes, yes, that's my skin. That's incredible. Can we go yeah. up to the top now? Wait, wait, if we roll onto our backs. No, go the yeah. other way, you're on me. Right, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. And let's look up at the sky. Shall we do our questions here, my lad? Yeah, then can we go up to the top? If you feel you need to. Okay. Yes, you can. Okay, all right. I'm on. Oh, look at that plane. Uh, Lad, can you move your foot bits on, on Margella? Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm quite tall. Ah, right, oh. lad. Um, who's Sorry. going first then? This is quite relaxing, isn't it? Close my yeah. eyes. You can go first, that man, John. I'll just keep looking at the sky. Okay, so I have got... Um, is that your hand brushing against me? 
Oh, sorry. I just it's the uh, I thought that was Rob next to me. It's not. Sorry. Okay. So where I've the got... fuck is Rob Bryden going? I was wondering if he'll be back. Oh, he's an he's an animal, isn't he? Mm. Bloody hell! Who told him to bring binoculars? I oh, know. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Right. Back to this. Back to this. At Simundo underscore runs and eats, not just runs, he eats as well. He has. Oh crap! I've not got the question there. Actually, uh, one sec. Hold. You music. find it, Sam Andron. You keep digging in that pocket, and I think his question is about eating as well, and about Blowing running. in the wind. So, uh, right. How long shall I eat before a long run? And what mm. is a good breakfast for long-lasting energy? Wink mm. emoji face with a tongue. I imagine you goes there, lad. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to have it for a long run, do you? It could be for any other exercise. Wink yes. emoji. Um, did you want to go first, that man, or should I jump in with my answer? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah, you. Go I'll push first. in. Right. Um. So, my lad, Simundo, what you want to do is find yourself a completely straight banana, not a curve in it. Okay. You're going to need to eat this two years and three days before your run, your long run, for long lasting energy. And that should also be what you eat before the long run. Does that make sense, my lad? Wow, that's a very long lasting energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, I like it. Maybe I'll get eating now. And maybe maybe everyone else can start getting eating whilst we're listening to this segment, yeah? Yeah, there we are. Have a banana. Oh. Make sure it's straight. That's it. Nice and erect. And I'll go with my answer. I would say stick with what's best for you. What works for me may not work for you. I always go for a bagel with jam on one side, peanut butter on the other. I always feel that gives me long lasting energy. And I've won overnight oats or what I've seen on the old TikTok trend. Do you know what TikTok is, Statman John? No. OK, I'll explain to you later. Are they those little uh, minty things? No, 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 no. Oh, no, they're Tic Tacs, that mentor. And I'll explain it on the way down from this mountain once we've been to the top. Um, so TikTok, people like mash up like Weetabix with milk and then it all just solidifies overnight. You can put like chocolate on top of it. Basically anything with oats or like porridge, very good long lasting fruits. But for me, I always go for a nice bagel with peanut butter and jam because it sits nice in the old belly. I've got no trumps, if you know what I mean. Wink emoji. Um, I think that was I think that was all from me, Statman John. But just don't try anything different. There's no point risking it. Um, mm. Shall I go with the next question? Yes. So our next question is from I'm very poor with the pronunciation. Tor Lawrence. Her name's Victoria, so I guess why that's why it's called Tor Lawrence because Victoria, if you know what I mean. Okay. Um, she says I'm involved in setting up a new parkrun. Fantastic. If you came along to the course, would you a smash it? Or B, enjoy the new course, but set a low bar so you can PB next time. I'm just going to jump straight in here, Sam Andron. I know I'm pushing in. I'd hashtag a smash it because uh, every park run to me feels like a race. And if I set a low bar, then I would just get annoyed because it will affect my park run like record because my average time would drop down if I go a bit slow. So I would a hashtag smash it. Okay. Well, Victoria, Victoria, Vic. B. Uh, my answer is A and B. Actually, I would uh, I'd enjoy it. I'd take in the scenes. Uh, I'd also smash it, set a PB as I always do every time. But I would also set booby traps 
for my future self to really earn those PBs and uh, with an invite and a wink, my lady, I'll come and try out your course. Oh, I like that, Samantha. And actually, I think it would be nice to um, find out when this course is going, because I know Mr. Ben Sittle likes the, the Parkrun app and you can get your Fibonacci, can't you? If you if you do the Fibonacci sequence, like the third the third Parkrun event or something. So it'll be nice to know when this course starts up, see if any fartleckers would like to go down. Obviously, Satmandron will be there, but you won't see him because you're the Parkrun record holder, aren't you, Satmandron? How long yeah. does it take you to do it? I cannot disclose that information, my lad. You're just so quick. Uh, yeah. did, you want, did you want to go with the third question, your second one? Uh, yes, third and second. Um, right, I have got at Paul, full stop, S, full stop, Griffiths. Ooh, I like him. Um, he, oh, God, I've not got the question again. One sec, my lad, one sec. Oh, stop letting them blow away in the wind. Keep hold of them. Uh, I'm uh, just having too much fun here. Right, he has asked me, best training advice to improve my 5K time to beat run underscore bradders underscore run question mark. Ooh, a bit of fighting mm. talk here. This is, this is, uh, I've got, an answer for him though do you want me to share it go on then you share right what i want you to do paul is uh run twice a week run as many times as you like my lad but twice a week you're going to run with a cat in each hand can be of any breed okay Mm. um when one meows you're going to take five steps back continue this for three weeks and your time will improve you need to do nothing else how far do you have to run with the cat just whatever distance he likes. Just, just whatever distance. So he could do a 10K or he could do a marathon. Well, whatever distance, minimum of seven hours, that's it. Okay, okay. I think that's a good I think that's a good response. Uh, hopefully, Paul, you've got some cats. If not, um, message. You can find them. Yeah, just message uh, John Pickup um, from the Fartlek team. I know he'll be able to sort you some out. Um, I would say best training advice would be uh, go out, get yourself some speed sessions done, but you've only got a month. And if you're giving it an attempt, well, actually, by the time this episode goes out, Statman John, we'll be very late on in the month, won't we? So you only have a week left. Um, Just go hell for leather, Paul. Just that's all you can do. Do your speed sessions and go for hell for leather on the day. But I don't want to pick sides. I like you. I like Andy Bradley. So I think we're just going to have to leave it to fate on that one, Statman John. Well, uh, can you do me a favour? Can you tell me, is my face the mask blending in with the grass or not can you see my face sorry let me spin around i was doing a bit of head to toe with you um yeah it is actually the colors are almost identical aren't they it's hmm. good it's a nice mask you've got on today sam and john thank you very much better than that horrible power rangers one you had a couple of weeks back oh, i like that one this one i like um i don't know if you know the character shrek he uh he has those cute little ears that's why i like oh one. yes yeah, he does. He pulls his earwax out, doesn't he? he? Makes candles at the start of the film. Yes, yes, very romantic. Get out of my swamp! That was absolutely awful. Wow, amazing. Right, moving on onto the last question. Run, mm. fat boy, run underscore three four four. Don't know why he's picked that number, but anyway, he says maybe that is his age. Who knows? Three hundred forty-four. Well, that would explain why he has knee pain in his uh, knees if he's three hundred forty-four years old. He says. I get knee pain whilst running, but it stops when I stop. It only happens about 15k and then just gets progressively worse. What can it be and what can I do to stop it? 
I would say firstly get it checked out with no doctors but you may have you may need to strengthen your knees so stuff like squats you may have an imbalance in your hip so uh, like hip stretches hip flexor stretches because pain will run from your hips down to your knees down to your calf down to your achilles um possibly look at new shoes if your shoes are very old or uh, say you've got some shoes from I'll, I'll pick out sports right so you've got some shoes from sports right they may be more of like a gym shoe so they may be a little bit harder so possibly go to a running shop um get them to analyze how you run and they may be able to give you a more supportive shoe a bit like our good friend rob i know he has his sacconis that he always sticks with because they give him support and if he doesn't have them he gets shin splint pain and knee pain so uh, get your get your feet checked out. Make sure you get the right shoes, and then if it still persists, possibly go and see a sports physio. Then look at how you run as well, and see if you've got any imbalance. What about you, Samantha? I'm sure you've got a proper answer though. Oh, uh, my lad, right, quick, get up, my lad. Just sit up for me. I don't want to panic you. Uh, okay. Brighton, Brighton over here. Right. Um, I will say this quietly. Unfortunately, my lad, I am unable to give any knee advice. Uh, yeah since my court case with uh, Pamela Anderson in 1998 um, I've already said too much lad they're going to be after me just whisper Um, Samantha just whisper keep calm um, right I'm going to leave it there my lad Um, maybe take the knees off who knows Uh, I think we've got to get out of here lads why why have we got to go there's something coming over the hill can you see that can you see that wait we're not going to go to the top are we running down no no no, I've got to go. Oh, they're after me. I've got to go. Run, run. I'll, I'll go. Take run. the headphones off me. Get them off. <laughs> so that was Statman John and Statman Jack. So, Matthew, what did you think about that? Did you get some uh, good answers from that? Did you learn a bit? Matt? Matty? Hey, up, Ben. What are you doing here? Oh, hey, up, Rob. What are you doing here? Well, I've come to record the podcast that I record every single week. I've just seen Matt running off in the other direction. Pretty sure he's muttering something to himself under his breath. I'm the host now. And then, when he got just just before he got out of sight, he turned around and said, "Who's the Ewok now? You bell end." I'm not quite sure what's going on, Ben. Not not a clue. Not a clue, mate. No no idea what you're on about. Well, I mean, why are you here? I, I, not why are you here. Sorry, that sounded quite rude. But <laughs> I, I presume are we doing part run cup recording? Uh, 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 yeah, maybe, maybe. We might do that in a bit, yeah. Right. And then other segments, is Matt coming back for me to record that with him? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would have thought so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got a text from Matt. Okay, Matt's just told me that you've recorded everything without me already. What the <laughs> Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Listen, you were, you were busy. You were busy. Right. So, so we just got chatting and accidentally pressed record and, yeah, we just ended up with a little segment. Uh, right, okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, so what are we doing now then? Why, why, what, what's the, is there anything left to do? Can I be involved in this podcast that I created, edit every single week? Uh, yeah, go on then, go on. I'll, I'll let you do something. I'll let you do something. Should we, should we do a roll call? Oh, right, are you going to be my map for the roll call? No, nope, you're going to sing this week. Oh, right, okay. I'm uh, going to I'm going to jump in with the what? All right, okay, we can we can do that. So how does he do it? Uh, the bar's set pretty low. <clears throat> All right, partner. Keep roll calling, baby. Oh, no, that was wrong, no, wasn't it? No, it was wrong, it was wrong. Oh, Come on, Rob, how many times have you done this? I've been making fun of him for like All three right, series partner. about that. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. 
What? Yeah, we got there together. So, uh, not, not too many this week on the roll call. Benjamin, uh, do you want to hit me with the first one? No, not too many. Um, first one, close to my heart, coming from Byron, Mr. At Running Plumber himself, giving Papa P a massive shout out for his uh, part run time. Uh, I mean, if you were here for the park run segment, Rob, you would hear it. <laughs> You would hear that I've already shouted out Papa P, but we'll give him a double shout we'll out. We'll give him another one. They've got some good banter going on of uh, Byron and, and Glenfold. Uh, absolutely love it. Uh, McPaul has shouted out Alex, uh, who got her first female place at Alton Park 10K. Uh, it was unexpected for her, but we, we saw her on top of the podium. Incredible. In, in, Incredible. In, in, in that lovely warm dry robe. Could have um, put a fartlight t-shirt on to represent number she one. Could, she could have, but we'll let her off. We'll let her off. We'll no, let her she off. did amazing. Absolutely amazing well work. Alex. Well, well done, Alex. Um, Dean Wicks, this is, uh, this is from B. Harris. Dean Wicks smashed it by turning up and battering, battling a windy Clapton Park run. Dean, you're doing amazing, mate. Just keep getting out there when you can. We're all behind you. We're all with you. Anything you need, anything you want to ask. If you just want to talk to anybody, we're all here for you, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he goes to anybody. Dean's going through an awful lot at the minute. I, know, I don't want to keep labouring the point because we shout him out every week at the minute. But we love you, Dean, if you're listening and uh, and, and uh, hopefully see you soon. You're doing amazing. Uh, Marco Del Lazio. Um, It's not really specifically for anybody. I think he just likes being on the roll call. But we like having you on it, Marco. So uh, anybody running the atrocious weather, it has been grim, hasn't it? Absolutely brutal, yeah. It's, it's not pleasant at the minute and some of us are racing this coming weekend as well as the people that have just raced at the weekend gone and the weekend before there's just not been any nice weather Yeah, what I a would, time to race what a, I wouldn't know you <laughs> 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 haven't done a race in ages okay. <laughs> uh, you, had a, you had a couple that weren't on the list that you wanted to shout out yeah. didn't you mate uh, local race to us the Valentine's 10k mm. um, I believe Mr Paul Griffiths was there he was Paul put in a great time there at the Valentine's 10k so credit to Paul I think that was two races in two weekends mm-hmm. for him so yep. fair play to him and his legs uh, I don't think mine could do that um, and then one to my close friend, who is a listener of the podcast. She's not part of the family yet, but we're working on it. We're working on it. Uh, Nicola Birch, uh, massive PB. Uh, I don't know anybody, no disrespect to anybody else, but I don't know anybody that works as hard as her and is as dedicated as her. And she's had a couple of tough 10K races recently, but she went to Valentine's and she has smashed her 10K PB by over a minute. She's now under 39 minutes, which is ridiculous. Amazing. Just ridiculous. So, fair play to Nick. Yeah, no, we love a lot of love for Nick Birch. Uh, She's smashing it. And uh, and yeah, an amazing time. Um, Again, not in particularly nice conditions. No. no. Um, And then I'd probably finish by uh, Paul, echoing Paul Griffiths. You said not only did he smash up by Titanic on the Sunday, but he also nailed a park from PB on the Saturday. Ah, yeah, he did, yeah. Oh. But if you were at the uh, parkrun segment, right? I'd have known this already. You'd have known it was yeah. shouting. All right, now. okay. You, and you, same with Marco Del Watsio. If you'd have done the parkrun segment, yeah. you'd have heard the Marco right. Del Watsio. All right, well, it's not my fault that you guys went rogue um, and decided to do it without me. It's not our fault that you decided to watch Manchester United. Hey, I'm not being funny with one. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right, fair. <laughs> it was worth it. It was novelty, yeah. It was worth it. But we've mixed it up and other people enjoyed it. Uh, and it's been lovely to do a little roll call with you getting away from that tiny little monster for a while um at this point then we normally say a couple of thank yous ah the thank yous uh yep so massive shout out and thank you to graham lindley for the awesome theme music um mr danny o'reilly for his segment really good really good listen that one 
enjoyed that. Um, shout out to Statman Jack and Statman John. Maybe the wrong I, way around. Yeah, I still yeah. don't think you should be calling him Statman I'm Jack. I'm calling him. Oh, right, okay. It's my podcast this week. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one thing I would say is pick your allies wisely. Yeah, and there you go. Jack or SMJ might come back to haunt hey, you. Hey, I've got to cover 100k with Jack at some point, so I've got to be nice to him. Uh, I don't think you're going to survive that, but continue. We'll continue. And then the biggest shout out for the week, the biggest thank you, yep. is to uh, me and Matthew. For putting all the hard work in and recording the podcast. <laughs> so, thank you, Matt. You were incredible. Yeah. Mr. Host number one now, I believe. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely no, not. No, no. It was fun, though. We had, we had a good laugh. Yeah, good. And I'm glad and mixed it up. And, uh, and, and yeah, and I'm sure people enjoyed not having to listen to my dulcet tones uh, for, for, for a week. But we'll be back to normal from next week because I'm far too anal and controlling to allow this nonsense to continue. Uh, would you thinks. like to know who's on the show next week, Ben? I would, I let, would. Let me impart some wisdom on you. So we have got uh, the excellent uh, Kelly Rook on the show next week. Ah. Uh, so Kellogg's on the run, you might know better as. I have uh, heard, yeah. Huge following, part of an absolute uh, Instagram running couple powerhouse. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Welsh runner. Um, so yeah, uh, talk all about her running journey, where she's been, what she's done, what she's got in plan. It's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to listening to that one as well. Absolutely. And not, I think... It's about it. Is that it? Yeah. No. I was oh. enjoying doing this. Yeah. We'll get you back next week. Yes. yes. Come on. Come on. Um, okay, so uh, nothing else really to say. Oh, we, I tell you what. Let's see if you can reel this off. Do I get to do the caca? Well, the caca, not quite. You do get to do a caca. Okay. I, okay. I, in fact, I expect a caca. But before we do that, the one thing that we've not done, and Matt does this very, very incompetently, so the bar is still low, where can people find us, Ben, if they want to give us a follow? Ah, yeah, yeah, I know this bit, right? So if you would like to find me, it's at Sheffield underscore Strider. Uh, and I'm uh, Little Runner Boy Rob. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, uh, so you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, where are we? TikTok. I'm in TikTok. Uh, you're welcome, world. Um, Facebook. Facebook, yeah, we're everywhere. Just search What The Fart Let You'll Find Us, whatthefartlet.com. Mm-hmm. Of course, our website, ably managed by McPaul. Uh, new stuff on there all the time, including a certain Tiny Dancer's review of Pendle Way in a Day. Uh, well worth reading. Nice, honest what account. Pendle Way in a Day, is that? Oh, I don't know, yeah. He's not allowed to talk about it anymore. I hope he didn't talk about it in that previous segment, because... No, 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 absolutely not. We've, we've got a deal that he wasn't allowed to talk about Ultras after, his Ultra after Ultra. a week. What's one of them? We'll see. Not close. We'll see. So, yeah, whatthefart.com. Check out Matt's uh, review. It was his first go at writing, and I'm dead proud of him. He's, he's re- he really put a lot of effort into it. And what else? Oh, send us an email, whatthefartletpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Fartlek family, if you want to be part of our motley crew, our rabble of running, rousy, rowdy, roddy pipers. I don't know. I just tried to the alliteration, and I nearly lost myself. Uh, then please just drop us a message. Get in touch. We've got race meetups. We've got events coming up. We've got uh, coffee mornings at Parkrun. We've got, of course, the Parkrun Cup. Woo-woo. Ably uh, managed and led by Ben and his better half, Emma. Uh, we just like to create a safe space for people to make some pals, to find some people to run with, just to feel comfortable and not feel quite so lonely in a very, very lonely world. If you don't like us, that's fine. We're not for everybody. Body. Go about yourself, do you? That's no problem whatsoever. But if you do think that this is uh, a group that you'd like to be involved with, you are more than welcome and we'd be happy, 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 happy to have you. So please do drop us a message, get in touch if you want to find out more. Well said. 
Thank you, sir. Reeled that off nicely. Uh, I've done it a lot, to be fair. We are... Yeah, all right. Approaching... No, I was going to say 100 episodes, but that's absolute bullshit. It's not. Um, We're nowhere near 100 episodes. Uh, Right, so with that being said, Ben, uh, I will just tell people that I hope their runs continue to be wonderful. Of course, be excellent to each other. As aforementioned, be kind or... I don't know, fuck off, innit? And, uh, and yeah, that's about it. That'll do. That'll do. You're going to cook a car for me. Ooh, the pressure. Caca! That was really good. Do you want to send me this edit? Um, okay, yeah, right. There you go. It's just the Skype, yeah. Yeah. Ben, this is 48 minutes long. What were you talking about for 48 minutes? <laughs> it's a running podcast. Fuck's sake. Have a listen. <laughs>